it does take nurturing. It does take showing up, especially in social media where it's very loud. There's a lot going on. People are being pulled in. So you do need to put a lot of energy up on the front end to get the momentum going to get that passive income stream. Mama! Let's reimagine mom life together. Mama Has Goals is your hub for relatable support and helpful resources that help you fuel yourself alongside motherhood. Your identity is bigger than mom. And whatever your goals are, together, we're making them a reality. If you've ever scrolled social media, seeing someone sell a product or talk about their life, and you've wondered, how do they make this a business? You're not alone. I did that too. But then I learned, and guess what? I made a business out of it. And there are so many cool opportunities when it comes to creating content on the web or social media or whatever it is, and also creating your experiences and expertise into digital products. And today, the resource I want to share with you is Brooke Burnt. She is a visionary business coach empowering women entrepreneurs to blossom and thrive online. She's a devoted mom to a vibrant three-year-old that she became a mom through an egg donor in IVF, which is such a beautiful story. She's a loving wife and a follower of Jesus, and Brooke embodies faith in her personal and professional life. Brooke is dedicated to helping women achieve their business dreams, and she's made it her mission to teach them the art of cultivating their growth in business online with her business community in the Bloomhouse Collective through one-to-one coaching programs, digital products, and her new business conference coming this coming year. I'm super excited to have Brooke as one of our pro resources for our Mama's Business Blueprint because she has such a superpower in helping you see how you can create a digital product. So if you have a goal of having a little bit more passive income, we talk about what passive income is in this episode, what it really means, and how many opportunities there are for you to create something one time, sell it multiple times, and create another revenue stream for your family. You can build it in something you already have. We talk about some really fun examples where people you would never expect have created a digital product as a part of their business, like a baker and a dentist. Good conversation. So if you've ever wondered how you could do that, this conversation is for you. And if you're looking for someone to support you in that, when you join this program, if this is something you're interested in, you'll have the opportunity to choose Brooke as one of your people that you can meet with. And she will support you on a one-on-one call and how you could do that for yourself and the next steps that you would take. And if you already have a digital product and you'd like to do more with it, she can help you with that too. So I am super excited for you to meet Brooke. Let's dive in. Brooke, I'm so excited to have you here. One of my favorite things about what you do is you just share the message of digital products and you allow people's brains to just be expanded and what's possible for them alongside the life they currently live, which is what we stand for here. We want you to be able to still be mom. We want you to still be able to do whatever you want to do. But also there's this really cool world out there of all these really cool things you can do. And I will never forget the first time I saw like a digital product being sold was sitting on the floor, scrolling social media. And I found this account and I was like, I don't get it. They just like post on social media. How do they make any money? I have a business account. I don't understand how they do this. Obviously, I know so much more now, but I want to hear how you learned about the digital product world. How did you get brought up into what was possible? I was in Shalene Johnson's Academy, and it was when I was in network marketing. And she introduced it back then, and that was like six years ago. 
And I was like, oh, I might dabble in it. I don't know. That sounds cool. But what expertise would I sell? I really didn't lean into it. But she was the first person that I think she's a pioneer in it who was sharing about how you can really take your life experience and put it into a product that's going to transform someone's life. She was the first person that I saw talking about it. And I love her. So cool. So cool. So Let's umbrella this for somebody that's like, what's a digital product? You're right. I always wonder how these people on Instagram make money. So if that person's listening, expand the knowledge of what is possible for online digital businesses and products. Well, I literally have the goosebumps talking about this stuff just gets me so fired up because there's a lot of layers to it. A digital product might look like a checklist, a template, a downloadable PDF, It can look like a course. It can look like a video series. There's so many things in the digital space. So it really is a a deliverable that would go to someone's email or go to their computer and they could download and reference. And so what is just propelling it in the space is that it's free real estate here in Instagram land and social media land. And people are sharing because I feel like the market's shifted. More people are leaning into people they know, like, and trust and that mom's who have actually done the thing, that they've tried the product. I follow Big Little Feelings and they have an empire. They're just launching courses and things. And I'm like, I trust them because they're moms and they're sharing things that truly transform in the mom and the parenthood space. It's just so vast and wide. And I get really pumped about pulling out what is in you that you could help someone else, like your life experience. Yeah, and I love that you bring it back to life experience because- We do want to learn from people that have walked the walk. We want to learn from people that look, talk, understand, comprehend like us. And maybe it doesn't have to check all those boxes. But if you can see yourself in the result that someone else has had, then that's when you get most excited. You're like, oh, maybe I could do that too. And it's so often that we can say that to someone and they can say, you're right. I like purchasing from people if I can see myself in that. Like I think about clothing, right? Mm -hmm. If you're following a clothing influencer and that person's body looks totally different than yours, you're maybe going to be a little more concerned about buying that outfit because you're going to be like, oh, that outfit might look different on me. But if that person's body like really resembles what your body looks like, you're going to be like, oh, I know exactly what that'll look like on me. So it's easier for you to be like, yep, I want to buy that outfit. But what's funny is when you're the person selling it, right? So when you're the one selling it, you then flip to this other side where you're like, I don't know if there's people like me. Believe me, there's people that want to buy your outfit, right? So how does that show up for your clients when they're first getting started and you're helping them pick what digital product is right for them? How do you help them understand the opportunity that's available to literally everyone? I talk about their personal transformation and to go back to the time where they are in the pain point of trying to figure out, like, for instance, you know, someone who had a lot of clutter in their house. I have a mom who's like, I hate organizing. It totally depletes me. It does not energize me. And I was like, you're my person. Tell me what I need to do. And niching it down because she's like, I have ADD and I can organize. I'm like, I have it too. And it just crushes me. She's do it this way for a neurodivergent brain. And that's where you niche down. And that's what's so cool. We're all built so different. How we learn, how we digest, how we process, what our family dynamic looks like to what our value system looks like. And so that's why this space is so great because people are like in little containers. And I don't want to say little because if you're selling a digital product at $47 and selling it to 100 people, that's a lot. This is one of the things that just drives me nuts, Kels, is like in the space, even a client I had today who just is launching her book, she's like, my 58 followers. And I was like, imagine 
58 people in the room with you right now and you pitch yeah. in your book. And she's oh, that changes. I'm like, please do not discount the following, the one person, the two. Per- I'm like, if you can't hold the 58 people, you're not going to be able to hold the thousand people. But that's what gets me excited is when you start running these numbers with these digital products that you create once yeah. and you can sell over and over. And there's no, gosh, I, I was looking at this. Do you follow Rick Patino at all? He's amazing. He's an entrepreneur. And he was just talking about if you invest in a vending machine, what the ROI is on that. If you invest in yeah. flipping cars, what the ROI in that. And then he talked about digital products that literally you're not holding inventory, right? All something within your brain that you are putting in a digital space that is being bought over and over again. And that's what gets me. Mm-hmm. So it's passive income too. We can yeah. only make so much money because people are like, I'll go get in a second job. I'll... And with inflation, y'all, it's there's no way to keep up with it. This is why what gets me so pumped about the space too. And as parents, because the number one asset that we want more of, or the number one thing that we want more of is time. And we want to be able to get as much time with our children. We know they're going to grow up. We want to get time for ourselves. We want to get time with the people that light us up, the things that light us up. And passive income is, we should probably break that down a little bit, right? Because a lot of people will be like, I saw a post the other day in this Facebook group I'm a part of. And this mom was like, I need to create passive income. How do I create passive income? Mm -hmm. And I want to be clear, like everything has a different layer of how passive it is, right? And so when you go to work, you have to physically be at work or you have to be at your computer. You have to be doing your things. Whether you're paid hourly or salary, you're exchanging that time for money in different ways. Then if you go into an online business, certain things take more time and more nurturing than others do. And just like the example you gave of vending machines or flipping cars, do you have to house inventory? What does that look like? I think it's important for people to understand that all businesses require a business owner and they all require you to show up and do that. But when you do it about something that lights you up, it becomes more fun. And it doesn't mean that you still don't have to show up on certain days doing things that are harder. But digital products give you the option that when you have that hard day or your child got sick or there's a game you want to go to or a thing you want to go do, you have more flexibility and freedom because you created that product a while ago. You now have systems and things running to sell it for you that you nurture maybe once a week or for five minutes a day posting that content. So I know I'm preaching in the choir here with you, but let's talk about what that actually looks like behind the scenes because there's this, I get worried when people are like, oh, you get to just like buy into something and never touch it again. That's not how it works. Like you still need to manage your business, but you have so much flexibility and opportunity. So let's talk about that. So I come from the network marketing space as well. I was in it for seven years yeah. and a lot of people thought that type of work would just be like, put some work in and you'll get paid and you're going to make all this money. And I understand that. I, I know those principles and I applied it here is that it does take nurturing. It does take showing up, especially in social media where it's very loud. There's a lot going on. People are being pulled in. So you do need to put a lot of energy up on the front end to get the momentum going to get that passive income stream. I had a lot of success in July when I launched my own digital suite. I was coaching other people and my clients to do theirs. And I was just was like, I have no time to create mine. And then God was like, you need to get into it. Because much like what you're saying, my son was sick last year. My dad was sick. 
And I was like, I don't have my passive income streams locked in. Like I need them too. Yeah. Like taking that week off when my dad was in the hospital, my son was sick. And so I'm like, oh babe, I'm so glad I have this passive income stream that I like literally poured my heart into. But someone was comparing, they're like, oh Brooke, your success. I was like, I talked about this a year ago on my mm -hmm. social. I've been, people know me for it. So they know that it's part of my messaging. So I tell people all the time, I'm like, get started now. It's going to take a while. It's going to take maybe four or five months for it to really kick off. Now, a lot of people in the space are having this massive success overnight. Great for them. That's awesome because they've built their brand, but it's going to take, going to take a while, especially if you haven't been in the space. And so people yeah. need to know that there is an investment piece in your time that it, it's not just, I want to make this digital product and post about it once. And Jillian will probably mirror this statement. It takes eight exposures for someone to say mm -hmm. yes to something, to buy something. There is that selling piece that has to happen. And it's not just this whimsical thing. Yes, there are strategies around Pinterest. So you can post something up on Pinterest, but you do have to cultivate. And with Instagram and if you're not putting out engagement, they don't see you as an account that's active. There's a whole synergistic thing that has to happen. But back to your point, having these extra resources around your business and your family, this financial security is so helpful because of the ebbs and flows of business when your role gets rocked with sickness. And like when you're sharing and posting, I think that's what's so cool about the online space. I'll never forget when I used to manage in a retail space. And if my employee called out sick, guess who was going to work? Me, because someone had to be there. So I know I'm speaking to the woman that used to own a bar, right? Like someone has to go in yes. and work because that's the only way that business functions. Yes. Where a digital space or an online business, what's great is whether you have employees or not, if you're the only employee, you're sick, you don't have to go replace yourself no. that day. It's okay. No. Sure, you might not have as much engagement on social media that day or whatever, yes. but you can also plan ahead and you can create these things. You can't plan ahead to serve people that day no. in person, like in a restaurant. As well as you plan, if the staff's not there, the staff's not there. And so I think that's what's really great for families, what's really great for moms and business owners to be able to say, I can create something and regardless of what your goals are, right? Like you could create a product suite that matches your ability to just pay for your Starbucks. Yes. Or you can create a product suite that's paying for your family vacation every year mm -hmm. or replacing your job or whatever it is that you have goals around. It's scalable from $20 a week or less up to hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I just think that's so amazing. What is the biggest misconception that you think people have about digital products? First off, that they don't have any expertise to sell. Second off, that mm. it's really hard to create them and it's not. There are platforms, yeah. ChatGPT, Canva. You can go into Canva's AI tool and create an ebook in 20 minutes. Stand Store, which I love. They basically just walk you through. I tell people this. I'm like, it literally is a skill set of a 12-year-old. It's not hard. Yeah. Here's where people get caught up in it. When they're trying something new and they're stepping into the space or people are questioning them, they start to doubt themselves. That's mm -hmm. where it comes in. When it doesn't work overnight, when they don't have a sale for a week or so, they think it's not working. 
and it's a business. It's you're in it for the long haul. And if you do start doing numbers and understanding the numbers is that if you are to sell two of them in a month, like I, I resell a course that I absolutely love because of the value in the course, it's a $500 profit. So if I'm selling one a day, let's do some crazy math. If I'm selling two a day out of a month, that's a thousand dollars bringing to yeah. that family. And that's just selling two. But it does take showing up and it does take being consistent, which I think people don't understand that consistency is king. It just is king. And let's talk about how it can fit into something you're already doing. You help such a wide array of business owners, people that do all sorts of different yes, things. I love it. following your content and you help them create content, but you also help them see how they can add to their product suite. So what are some businesses that maybe people wouldn't normally think that they could add a digital product to their business or some ways that you've seen people add this on top of something they're doing as a part of the customer journey where maybe you're selling something that is a physical product and you can provide a digital or maybe you're selling something like one-on-one -on -one coaching and now you can offer something at a lower scale. What does that look like? I'm going to give you two examples, one of which was a client of mine. She was a custom baker. She bakes these beautiful wedding cakes. And so I was doing some coaching with her and she had a real go viral. Okay. So the real reached like 10 million people. Crazy. So she got 30,000 followers. So we did a data point of who these followers were and they were bakers who wanted to learn from her. So we took those data points and now she's created templates and she's created this whole digital suite about how to construct a successful baking business. She literally made $10,670 off one template that is this cute little business card that shows your Instagram profile and on the back has a yeah. QR code. It was like a $25 template, right? She made 10 grand off that one template. So expanding oh, her okay. business. Now she's starting to do some coaching. What else did she launch the other day? Another example is of someone in my Stan fam. So I'm a Stan ambassador, which I freaking love, is these dentists. Okay. So they came in and they're like, gosh, what digital products can I create? I, I didn't have any part of this creation, I just want to say. But they were on a call and they've made $40,000 from, it's called the ultimate guide to reversing cavities. And he like goes wow. in and he gives products and he basically gives the whole like idea around his holistic approach to reversing cavity. Like what? so cool. So he has just said it's completely changed because he, they're a brick and mortar business, right? That bringing in this extra 40K in capital has completely changed. They're just getting started. That's what's so cool. Like they're not stopping at 40, right? My baker client, house client, she had 10,000 followers. She's gained 20. Now she's at 52,000 followers. And I'm just giving this as a data point as inspiration. Now, granted, she started at zero. We all start at zero. Yeah. But what the possibilities that can happen in the space. It's really cool. And so cool for businesses that would have never probably seen that as no. an opportunity, right? No. And the other thing I see a lot is people get started in a business that takes their time, right? If you're baking cakes, you're doing that. It yes. takes your time, your energy. You have to be there. It's a hard thing to do. And sometimes they get not as excited about it anymore. They're like, I'm burnt out. I don't want to do this anymore. I no longer like my business. Yep. And what I love is you're finding this new light in your business that you did still love, but you're able to do it in a way that evolves with you when you're like, okay, that was fun for that season. And now I want to do something different or I want to add this to do less of the other thing and supplement that income. 
because so many people get in businesses that they're no longer in love with and being able to create new product suites over and over again that you get to relaunch at any point. It's just so mind-blowing. So let's talk a little bit about one of the best ways, like you said, to sell digital products is through automation and social media. And social media is the free way to do that. And even podcasting, I hear people say all the time, podcasting's free. And I can tell you, we invest a lot of money into our podcast. So (laughs) it's less free than social media is. Mm -hmm. You can do it yourself and it can be very close to free, but it isn't as easy, in my opinion, to run a podcast as it is to post on social media. I just think social media is bittersweet. People see the pros and cons of it. They see the concept of creating social media content. Some people are super excited about becoming like the mom influencer with their business. And other people are like, heck no, I do not want my face on social media. I do not want to create that. And I know you help people do both. So how if someone, especially the person that's not excited about it, how can they get okay with promoting their business online? A lot of people are like, do I have to show my face? There's actually a lot of ways around that. So I help people with that. B-roll content is very popular. And what B-roll content is literally taking about seven seconds of a landscape outside or just you on your computer. Like you literally don't have to look at the camera. There is the piece though that brands, you want to build trust fast. And that is a way to build trust fast if you're talking and you're putting a face behind it. I help people get out of comparison because that's one thing people are like, they will compare themselves. And I'm like, you need to look at Mm who you are, what lights you up, what your talents are, what brings like joy to you. I have a client, she has a spray tan business and she was just feeling like, oh, I don't want to show my face anymore. So basically we found out she was in burnout. So I was like, why don't you go do the things that you love to do? She loves garden and she loves yoga. And so I was like, just shut it all off for a week and go do that and then come back. And so she was like, I'm refreshed. I'm reignited. Sometimes we do. We do need to take a break. And I was like, you know what? Actually, turn off the accounts that are not like giving you joy, that are making you feel less than. And so that's another thing is like I help my clients do is take an audit of what they're consuming. And nine times out of 10, like we're consuming more than we're producing, what we're creating. And that Mm -hmm. gets us in a whole weird wonky place because we just think that we have to be overproduced. I'm like, please don't overproduce your stuff. I'm going to just give this tip. Whenever I see an overproduced anything on social, I'm like, it's commercial. I'm out. I'm turned off. Bye, bye. Yeah, no, you definitely don't need to overproduce it. And not even like the overproducing of, oh, it's super professional and fancy, but overthinking it even. Because I can tell you the reels that I like out of nowhere was like, oh, I'm going to go record this. Gave it zero thought are the ones that go viral. (laughs) They are not the ones that I gave. Oh, this is the plan that I'm going to put together. And I love that you bring up you can do things without your face too, but you do have to do this like no and trust factor. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you have to share everything about your life. I know before we were clicking record, we were talking about that is the perception of what you see on social media when someone is sharing their life is they're sharing every part of it. And I maybe take five minutes a day to share my life on social media, five minutes in my whole 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to know that you don't have to share your whole life. (laughs) You were talking about even the checklists and the things that people can create for digital products. And I have bought so many for personal, professional, like different things that I love. $25 so I can learn how to organize my pantry. Great. And be able to put that together. But if you are going and you're talking about this thing you've created, you can go on your stories and you can be like, 
hey, I love sharing how I organize my pantry. And I just bought this one box of snacks and I wanted to show you guys how I'm going to decant it or unpack it, right? That person now knows nothing about your life. They just know what snack you bought, right? So that's the one thing they know about you. And I think it's such a misconception that people feel like they have to share everything. I knew it took me so long (laughs) to get started for my business because I was like, what's my handle going to be? Am I going to share my kids' faces? Am I going to share their names? What am I going to decide? And I don't mean to make light of that because those are real decisions you have to make. Yes. But you don't have to make them right away. (laughs) And you don't have to share all that stuff. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, I think it can be overwhelming. And I I think that's what gets people almost analysis paralysis or I don't know where to start. And here's the thing. It's so forgiving. The space is so forgiving. Yes, there's a place. I tell clients and I've learned sharing from a scar and not an open wound because just Mm -hmm. to protect yourself mentally. I had a fertility journey that I shared online and what I learned through that is sharing from like a scar because God just showed me, come here to serve, share so people can learn from you and get value from it and your experience that they can take from that maybe somebody else might be going through it. But I would never come to a place like, yes, the other day I did share I was having a rough day raising a toddler, just real stuff, but not going into any of my really deep sacred things. I don't, I feel like there's a time and place for that. And people feel like they have to share everything. I really feel like once you're clear on a framework on what to share and when you're clear on the result. So here's the key thing that helped my clients do. We get so clear on the result that you want from your page that it it gives you so much clarity around the content you're going to be sharing. And you're like, I know what yeah. I'm sharing today because it's going to drive to that content or to that result. Yeah. So once you have clarity and a roadmap, it really does change everything. And so I help my clients optimize their profile, get a help statement. And I people like, frown on help statements. No, like you can change them. I We change them seasonally. It's what do you want to get in this season? Like I've changed my help statement yeah. probably like 20 times. But when you have a framework yeah. around one, it really helps. So true. And I'm super excited for the women that join the Business Blueprint program to be able to jump on a call with you so that you can help them get that clarity yeah. so they can either figure out their content creation or what their digital product suite is going to look like. But thinking back to when you got started or maybe a client that you've helped them overcome, I just know that women will listen. They'll be like, "Mm, is it really that easy or is it for me? And you and I both know like we now do this full time because of digital products. (laughs) Like this is literally what we do. And it is a journey, right? Like I want everyone that is looking to pursue that to understand it. It comes with choices of how you develop a business. But it gives us so much flexibility and freedom and so much opportunity. But what would you tell that person that maybe doesn't get it or doesn't understand or they're not confident enough in themselves yet? What would you tell a prior version of you or a client? Taking action helps build confidence. This is so cliche, but it really truly is a muscle. And you have to start somewhere. And you have to surround yourself with the right people Mm -hmm. when you're taking this leap and you need to lean into the tug of what's pulling you there. A lot of people are like running from something to go do something. And I tell them all the time, I'm like, no, what's, what are you being pulled towards versus running from? Because when we're running from something to go to something else, it's just going to be empty over here because people are like, oh, I, I don't like my nine to five or like running away from something at home. But no, it's like what internally is like lighting you up inside that you want to share with the world. And that really negates any like lack of confidence. Yes, it can be scary to go on 
social media and talk because you're like, am I going to fumble over my words? Just know that you're a human being and we're, we all fail. Yeah. We have to fail to move forward. And that's what I help my clients do. I hold space for you. I'm your biggest hype girl. I'm a good hype girl. We all need good hype people because we're going to have a lot of you know, in my my heart, it definitely feels like the enemy. I'm a woman of faith. So I'm like, oh, that's the enemy speaking. Like, I'm not worth it. No. And let's change the narrative. I hear so many people say, I'm not good at social media. Let's change the narrative and say, how can I be better at social media? How can I yeah. versus I can't is one of the things that yeah. I would say. So get started. Just let's get started. Let's go. It's so fun in this space. It's so abundant. Yes. And the last thing I want to leave people with today that you reminded me of is just the personal evolution and journey that it comes with it and how beautiful it is to see who you can become. When you were talking about stumbling over your words, I think about my first Instagram live that I did. And I've done public speaking. I've done other things. And I still, I remember I had a piece of paper down next to me and I was looking down every two seconds at my notes, stumbling. I was so awkward. It's probably still live. You can go look at it and watch me do it. But I was so nervous. And I think about now I've spoken on stage in rooms of hundreds of women. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast. And you have to start somewhere. You have to start with that one follower. You have to start with that awkward live or that awkward story. But you get to become this version of you that you had no idea was going to unfold. How has that shown up for you and your clients where you watch the evolution of this person? I just have goosebumps. I just get so excited because everybody looks back. Everybody has a cringe-worthy file, right? Yeah. Like I remember my first video that I was like when I was in network marketing, and I was literally over this. And you look back at that, and you're just like, "Wow, I'm proud of me. I'm proud of me." Yeah. You need to reflect and see how far you've come, and use that as a data p- point to move forward. Because how are you ever going to move forward if you don't start? You have to. I get so giddy when my clients. I just had a client who had that mindset of, oh my gosh, I only have 25 people. Now she, I was like, okay, let's serve the 25 people we have. Let's set a framework around what you're going to post for the months. So now she's at a beautiful community of 1,200 people. And I, she's wow. so her digital products are still in the works. Like she's sold a few. But I was like, look, let's look at the data point of the 30 days. Let's ask who these people are, why they're coming to follow you in stories. And so I'm so proud of her. Because she literally was like, it's not working after a week. I'm like, no, let's do a data point after 30 days of you putting in consistency and a good framework. And so now she's at 1,200 beautiful souls that are now following her. So it's just cool. So amazing. It's really cool. So cool. Brooke, thank you so much. I'm so excited for people to tap into your expertise in this program and be able to continue to work with you beyond it to figure out what a digital product could look like for them, how they could be hanging out with their family and making that work and sit in on a one-on-one call with you to get that support. If you were to just leave one more sentence with these women today, what do you want to leave? Let's go. Like, why are you waiting? Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't look back a year from now and be like, I wish I would have started. Just don't have that regret in your heart. So true. Don't waste time. It's limited. We absolutely love delivering free value to this community. And I cannot wait for you to see what is up next. Mark your calendars for September 26th because something incredible is coming your way. I'm so thrilled to announce a very special upcoming event designed to empower mompreneurs, current or aspiring like you possibly, to achieve lasting success. We're going to dive deep into how to build and sustain your business while creating meaningful income alongside your family. 
the Three Ps to Profit workshop is all about thriving in both business and family life, and you won't want to miss it. Visit the link in the show notes to register now. Did I mention it's free? Go grab that link.